Hello. Hi. <laughs> Oh, is that for me? That's for you. Hello, Kelly Matthews, our resident Bible nerd. How are you? Doing great. You're, I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad you're here. We are ready to start our Advent series. Favorite time of the year. Most wonderful time of the year. I love it. Melinda is not able to be with us here today. Her sweet sad. husband, I know, he had surgery, and so uh, she is at home taking care of him, and so we miss her a whole lot. I miss her a whole lot, but she'll be back. Yes. She'll be back with us we'll make sure next, next time, time. Here. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, do you have your Christmas decorations up yet? Nope. Not one bit. I, I know I've been telling you all about my trip, and I've been out of town, so. Yeah. Um, oh, that's true. You I'm did. Hoping you get some up this week. You've got a lot going on, young lady. So you just put a book out. I did. Called. 40 Questions About Women in Ministry. It's not really out yet. I have, okay. my, I have my copies, and now you have a I copy. have a copy. Because and Melinda will have her and copy, And Melinda too. will have her copy, too. I guess we're special. And but everybody else can uh, can get it in January. Yes. Yeah. Or, or you can pre-order it now and yeah, just forget you can. about it. Absolutely, then. and it'll get sent to yeah. you. Um, yeah, so I got mine up, my Christmas decorations. I know. You saw that coming in mm-hmm. because two things <laughs> one is that i we always go away for thanksgiving and i like to come home and it yes, just all be done that is perfect. and and it takes me forever and i'm always busy and so i just mm-hmm. get it all done before we leave and two i love christmas so much that when it's over with i get really sad so i'm hoping that you know by the time it is over that oh, I'll just be ready to move be on because it, yeah. it's been forever. So, but do you know the old uh, church tradition that Christmas really doesn't start until Christmas Eve and it goes all the way until January sixth? I, because there's that's Epiphany, the aha, and that <laughs> <laughs> Epiphany. I've had an Epiphany, <laughs> the aha. There you go. That's awesome. But yeah, like that's it the does. actual Christmas season. It's it, after Christmas, not before. Why don't we do that then? Because, well, let's not go there. I'm sure there's <laughs> that's lots another of podcast episode. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so, but as for now, we are in the Advent, <laughs> we are in the Advent season, which is mm-hmm. such a great time. And I, you know, we, I love what we're doing this year for our Advent series. I'm very excited about it. Um, and uh, one of the things I was telling you this story, and it, it I think it goes along with what we're talking. This this experience that I had just really mm-hmm. made me think long and hard about you know my perspective on life sometimes and Mm -hmm. and uh, that's big right that's like a big statement go ahead and tell tell everybody (laughs) we were last year my family and I were on vacation we were doing our big road trip and we were in Asheville North Carolina we went to uh this restaurant it was uh dim sum have you ever had dim sum no, but all my family has. It's like it. Asian tapas. It's yeah. like the little like, small bites. I don't know, okay. but it was but you like amazing. <laughs> it was so good. But we were sitting there. It was a packed restaurant. But next to us were this couple. It was this beautiful young couple, this girl. She was gorgeous, and she was probably in her 20s. But she had, she sat down, and she, we were close. I was within earshot, so I was listening to her conversation (laughs) because she was right next to me 
Well, she sat down first. She got there first, and she was waiting for the person to join her. And finally, this guy shows up and sits next to her and across from her. And they obviously did not know each other that well. Awkward first date. Exactly. Something like that. And they apparently had just met hmm. and, and didn't know each other that well. And she, he was asking her something, and she said, yeah, I make these reservations for for dinner like she'll go through and see all of the restaurants that she wants to eat at Mm -hmm. and then she will make reservations and then just in in the anticipation that someone is going to she'll someone will join her did she say how far in advance she does no but it's like weeks i think she was talking about you know she'll just sit down at her computer and just start making all these reservations she'll find all these restaurants that's Mm -hmm. like oh i've always wanted to eat there Mm -hmm. um i'm just going to make a reservation for two and then she always invites somebody that and it's just this this habit that she did this Mm -hmm. thing that she did so that she could meet people with Mm -hmm. a guy like him that Mm -hmm. she had just met him you know she invited him hey would you like to go eat with me at this dim sum restaurant he's like sure and so it was the funnest conversation i've ever (laughs) listened in on and i just thought wow what a what an outlook Mm -hmm. on your life of creating these moments in anticipation yeah, because she had no guarantee that, A, she would get a seat or yeah. that she would like the food yeah. or that anyone would yeah. actually join her. Yeah, and what's the worst that could happen, honestly? But, right. but yeah, uh, so I I thought that is somewhere that is an illustration <laughs> for something because it made such an impact on me mm-hmm. that you just anticipate this goodness Mm -hmm. and so that is what our episode is about today is this idea of stick-to-itiveness of being faithful through your life so what we're going to do in this series is cover four women in the christmas story so the first one we are going to talk about Anna. Yeah, she's probably one you hadn't thought about too much. Is it, no. You know, she's yeah. not the first woman you think of when you think of the Christmas story. The Christmas story, story. yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, so, yeah, we're going to go a little out of order. Yeah. Uh, Anna comes along uh, in the story after Jesus is born. Right. So, But that's okay. He's only a week old, so I, right. we'll, we'll still call it good. <laughs> Maybe Jesus. Yeah, so her story is in Luke 2, like most of the Christmas story is. Right. So I'm going to read it. It's just three verses. Um Well, let me set the stage first really quick. Uh, Jesus has been born in Bethlehem about a week. So I'm in Luke 2, verse uh, 22. It says, When the time for their purification according to the law of Moses came, so Joseph and Mary following the law, and they take him in at a week old, uh, and they dedicate him in the temple. And so they come. Well, that's when they meet Simeon, who takes him in his arms and proclaims this blessing and this prophecy over him mm. and um, says something like, you know, well, now my eyes have seen yeah. you, your glory and, and you can take me in peace, that kind of yeah. proclamation. Yeah. And then in verse 36, it, it goes after that, there was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, having been married to her husband for seven years uh, until his death. She had lived as a widow since then for 84 years. Wow. She never left the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came up to them and began to give thanks to God and to speak about the child to all who were waiting 
for the redemption of Jerusalem. Wow. So I'm assuming she heard Sibian. And yeah. that's what brought her over there yeah. and realized what was happening. Mm. So uh, just this whole bit about, let's talk about her age. Okay? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So let's see. Back then, you can kind of average out the age a young woman would get married. It was probably 14. Right. Right. So yeah. let's just go with that average. She's yeah. married for seven. That's it. Yeah. So she's all of 21, and she's a widow. Yeah. And then she stays a widow. Yeah. For the rest of her life. And at this point, it's 84 years later, wow. which if you do the math, yeah, that's over 100. Something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Don't ask me for she details. had to have been over 100 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Like 105, maybe. So she's, yeah. um, she's pretty old. And uh, uniquely, she's living in the temple. People don't just do that. Yeah. Uh, and so she's praying. She's fasting. She's now, at this moment, telling everyone who would listen uh, who else was waiting mm. for the redemption of Jerusalem? Yeah. So she had faith in God. Mm-hmm. She was the first prophetic voice, at least that we know of, in, you know, through the sacred writings, yeah. uh, since the 400 years of silence. Yeah. So really, like, her voice kind of broke that, as yeah. far as we can tell. Wow. Isn't that wild? Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. I really would love to hear exactly what she said. It doesn't tell us. It just says she told everybody. Yeah. You know, and went up to them. Uh, to speak about the child. So she's living in anticipation that Mm -hmm. this is going to happen, just like Simeon was. Yeah. And so, you know, like, if you notice in Luke, uh, Mm -hmm. if you look for it, you will see pairs of men and women. Yeah. Sometimes they're together. Yes. Sometimes they're contrasted. But that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I I was just thinking Mm -hmm. about Priscilla and Aquila this morning, Mm -hmm. and I get them confused with, Anna and I sent Sapphira. Oh. Are you supposed to? Their yeah. names rhyme. It's so funny. And that's why I get them so confused. Okay. They're two completely different oh my. couples. That's oh a different podcast. Yes. But uh, totally. yeah, yeah. So we'll just talk about Anna now. Yes. Yeah. Simeon was a, you know, he wasn't a prophet, but he was. Oh, he a, wasn't a prophet. Not that I know of. Oh, okay. It just says there was a, he was righteous and devout. Yeah. And he also was looking for the restoration. But he of recognized yes. when they walked in. Yes. Um, question. Mm-hmm. Where was the where? What temple? Like, where did they go? So they were still in Bethlehem. No, they made the journey to Jerusalem. Oh, okay, so, the big, so they went on to the Jerusalem. Temple. The temple. And it's only okay. like what five miles, something like that. Oh, okay. Which is not great when you have a newborn. Sure. And you're probably walking. And you're walking. But yeah. still, they did it. And Mary and Joseph were faithful as well. Yeah. Doing what they were supposed, we're to, supposed do. to be doing. Yeah. And so uh, obviously Mary knew that this was a special child, yeah. and Joseph did too. Yeah. So, but they were going through being faithful covenant Jews. And so that was what you did. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, Anna, I mean, I just, her life see, is obviously very unique. Yeah. Uh, but the, I think some of the things we can take from it yeah. are her, uh, her dedication. Mm. Like, once she chose this new. Uh, path after marriage was over. Yeah, she became uh, a widow, not just in the sense of she had lost her husband. Yeah, but um, there was an order of widows in the early church oh. where if you dedicated your life to the service of the church, then the church supported you. Oh, and so th- this could have been maybe a precursor to that or yeah. some kind of forerunner. Uh, but in in any sense, she lived there day and night, fasting and praying. Wow. Sometimes I think of the story of the when Jesus and the was teaching in the temple and he saw the widow put her two 
little coins yes. in. Like the widow's mite. Yes. Yeah. So the widow's in the temple, right? Yeah. So how did he know she was a widow? Wow. Maybe she was the widow who lived there. I don't know. Oh, like, my that's, goodness. That yeah. part is speculation. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. What a neat thing. She just it feels like to me that I would want to, like, sit at her feet and right. just listen to her stories while she teaches me how to knit or something <laughs> like you know like your like your grandmother that just has uh you and I were talking about mm-hmm. what was it your great grandmother oh, and yeah. just all the stories that she had and mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, but yeah. yeah just I feel like Anna was probably like that like yeah. just the she was the next thing I mean the part that ends with she was telling everybody yeah like she wasn't shy she was right. there to tell people the good news yeah and she knew that Jesus was the Messiah she the the what is the word the um the redemption of Jerusalem oh man so she knew yeah and she was telling so I think that's another great lesson for us when we if we know Jesus yeah. our job is to tell people to tell people mm-hmm. she knew it was it was important and that gosh for how long they had and I mean she was she she'd been around for one fourth of that at least right. for the four hundred wow. right. years almost yeah That's right. so mm-hmm. um yeah she had seen a lot she understood and, but mm-hmm. when you think about devoting your life to that long mm-hmm. of of waiting and watching yeah. we talked about the hope is the mm-hmm. the I think she had to have What's hope. the the confidence yeah. of, what's the verse that I'm trying to think of about the, Hebrews? the confidence of, yeah, it's Things the... Things not seen. Yes, mm-hmm. that's it, that one. Um, but I'll put that in the show notes. I can't remember. <laughs> There's so many people right now that are yelling at their <laughs> iPhones saying, it's this, um, or quoting it now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't remember it. But a thing, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, something faith. of yeah. faith, faith is, is that. Yes. For. And it's not a, and it's, and it wasn't like she was sitting around with her fingers crossed saying, I hope this works out. It was, it, she based her life on it. Confident expectation is the biblical definition of hope. Ooh, confident expectation. It really is. Like, it's not a pie in the sky. Oh, I hope it happens. It's a God said it would happen and I'm waiting for it to happen. Yes. Or I'm walking my life expecting it to come along as I go. Oh, that's hope, so, so isn't I think it? That's, yeah, that's Anna's story. Yeah. Oh, I love it, and and I think that's such a a testament of we have these examples, these great examples, and and I, you know, we talk about Anna, and we think of it. Just makes me think of all the great ladies in mm-hmm. my life. That mm-hmm. my mother is one of those where just I, I could just listen to her. I've watched her life, obviously, because she's my mom, but just watching her live out her faith Mm -hmm. and, you know, and then especially when we went through the pandemic of, Mm. you know, and we think about those seniors who have been through so much. And so it just, what a example and a testament for us, especially... yeah, and we don't have to be 84 plus right. to do that. Yeah. I mean, this is for any age person. This, it was a, more of a state of mind for her. Absolutely, her, yeah. That we can all, she had to begin back when she was young, right? Yeah. And she just kept going one day at a time, yeah. fulfilling the call that God had on her life. Oh, so I love it. It doesn't mean you have to turn, you know, be old and all of a sudden you look back and say, look, I did it. Yep. It doesn't work that way. It's yep. today, tomorrow. I want to be friends with Anna. 
I'm going to meet her when right, we get right? to heaven. I'm going to go sit around and hang out with Tell Anna. Tell me what you saw what you heard <laughs> that made you go, oh, there he what is. What was it like being a woman in church? <laughs> <laughs> She'd go, well. <laughs> um, no, that that would have been, that'll be, what a day it will be. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Well, I, I want to end this time with something that is a little bit reflective. We, uh, my friend Sarah, Sarah Wall, who uh, she and I wrote a script together a couple of years ago. It is, she wrote these liturgies. And so I thought this liturgy went perfectly with with what we were talking about. Um, You are a God of perfect schedules, perfect timing. Even when we don't understand, you who set your people in deliberate places, you determine our years and our boundaries. You are not far from each of us. Of all the days in history, you chose this one, the ideal place in time, to send your son who wrapped on flesh to bind our wounds with saddled cloths, sing over our grief that joy has come. You are not far from each of us. Thank you for the lives of these people, these creatures, each one who had a part, each created and written here for your forever glory. For every player in the redemptive story you've been telling, we praise you for drawing close that we might turn and see you are not far from each of us.